You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, baby, I hear you Instagram and TikTok comments and Twitter. Input, preamp, juicy. Suicide by by podcast. Suicide by podcasts in the zone, ready to get ourselves killed for speaking the truth. It's a tough spot that we're in. (laughs) You know what? Atlas had the world on his shoulders, right? Mm. Who was the guy who had to push the boulder up the hill? Sisyphus. While crows pecked at his eyes? Yeah, that's us. Crows with their beak deep you, in his asshole? You're, you're uh, MC Sisyphus and I'm DJ Atlas. Right. I'm brother Elijah... Atlas. Atlas. <laughs> yes. This is it. <clears throat> I'm uh, Hezekiah Sisyphus. Welcome so, to Worst Possible Timeline. Uh, everybody, thank you. I'm Patrick. Hi. I'm, I'm Brother Elijah Muhammad mm. uh, of the Nation of Islam. I've joined. So, let's the elephant in the room. Yes. Right. What's that? Uh, there's an elephant in the room? Yes. Which w- is? We are, there's a pall under, uh, over our house. Uh-oh. Because I read the most severe canceling story I've uh, ever heard. No, I can't. And and you've been in a funk ever since. I had donuts for dinner. Yeah, because everybody, <clears throat> if you ever wonder how this shit can go and how you can just get got, there's a dude, I want to say his name is... We don't have to name names. Well, he he's putting his story out there so that people can understand it. Uh, his name is Zach Ward. At ZachWard.com, you can read his story. If you believe it, uh, which he provides so much physical evidence that maybe you should, uh, you can be totally in every way destroyed and be pushed to suicide, well, bankruptcy, unemployment, bankruptcy, and suicidal thoughts by someone who is so manifestly unwell that it would take no scrutiny whatsoever to determine that they are a fucking lunatic. I, I can't. You can't even talk I about it. I can't even talk, talk e- about it. Everybody, I'll, I'll just, I'm not, we're not going to talk about it because. Uh, it I, makes me so <clears throat> fucking sad. It, Eric has been straight down and he didn't even read it. I would just give him the highlights. It's fucking, it's, it's, if it, I don't know who this guy is. It it seems like he's being extremely lied on. Uh, Extremely lied on. So here's the deal. Even if he did any of the things he's accused of, he has the material evidence to demonstrate that he did, he definitely did not do so much of what he's being accused of. And uh, there... He can't prove that there is a, not a conspiracy, but that there was a concerted effort to destroy him. But it really seems like it. And it also feels like 
you know those those Netflix uh, true crime stories where there's always like a, a little brother who's uh, uh, developmentally delayed and he gets pressed to telling on the whole crowd because the cops just lean on him? Yeah. That happens. Because like a mentally, a very mentally unwell dude leaves the, f- has to step away from his group like his, this is all, by the way, this is pathetic, everybody. This is like improv comedy wars. <clears throat> he, he has to step away from his group to go to an, and then eventually resurfaces with another group. And then he's got the screenshots of him reaching out to mutual friends being like, once I, once I learned the truth through my new friends, uh, I learned that I can no longer trust the man that I thought I could. And it's like, yo, you, you feel like the, the the really delayed dude you know what i'm saying like in the cop thing cops just leaning on you putting the lights on you saying you're never gonna have a hershey bar again omar you're never gonna be outside again your mom's gonna miss you omar and then omar's like oh he's stuttering you know i mean i won't do the retarded guy voice but he's stuttering and he's like oh okay what do you want to hear and then they say omar tell tell us tell us umar did it tell us and he goes, oh, uh, Umar did it. And then, oh, okay, now Umar is doing f- fucking 50 in, in a penitentiary where he goes in at 19 and is too cute for words and his life is fucked. Yes. This is the equivalent. This is the social version of it. The social version of it. Ultimate social death, which by any stretch would make anyone have suicidal ideations. No doubt. It's fucked, man. We gotta... St- no we gotta doubt. start having real conversations and stop fucking doing this shit to people, man. It's just fucking... It's horrendous. It's witch burnings. Legitimate, yes. Witch burnings for sure. We gotta start having real conversations, man. Honest ones, where we actually listen to each other. Well... I think in part this dude got killed because he had no platform, a thing that he recognizes quite well. Uh, So here's what I'm saying. Everybody, if you've ever dated a woman with BPD or a dude with, let's say, bipolar or maybe, you know what? If you've dated a dude who's ever been on on an SSRI, you need a podcast. You need a platform. But sometimes I think not having a platform helps you duck the shit. Oh, if <clears throat> there's nothing better for you than being anonymous, but it's hard for a lot of people to be anonymous. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's certain careers that are just built to have you torn down when they don't need you anymore. When you can be like jettisoned off, sacrificed for whatever reason, like any public facing thing almost anything, but certain like certain fields like entertainment, obviously, yeah. you know, <clears throat> like real estate agents don't go through this. No, typically not. So, but like maybe like you know, someone on the on the board of directors of uh, you know the MTA might. For sure, you yeah. Know what I'm saying. Oh no, no. I, I, I'm, but not somebody that's in the budgetary committee of the the schools. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, it's yeah. like you're right. It's public facing. <clears throat> it, it, it's uh, it's basically well. Let's talk about the Cuomo thing. Your homie. Cuomo. Your homie. Oh, touching the face. Mm, I, I'm i a lawyer myself, and I never touched anybody's face. Listen, 
I don't know if he touched anybody's face or not. Well, he, there's a picture of it. He touched a face. No, that was that was a deep fake. Oh, it was a deep fake. Okay. Yeah, you don't know about that? No, I didn't know that. So, everybody, we could get into all the shit that'll get Eric and I canceled, where we say, if somebody touches your face, you got to be an adult and say, please don't touch my face, right? We, yeah, we could get we could get it's in. Just, it just reminds me of the Biden thing. We could get into what they used to call victim blaming, and yeah. now people might get woke to that a little bit and say, "I don't know, man. Maybe you know, you're an adult. You just say, oh, hey, Mr. Cuomo, don't touch my face. I got my makeup on.' Yeah, or I don't like it when you touch my face. Yeah, please don't touch my face. It's <laughs> Stop it. Me personally, if Cuomo touched my face, I'd be like, "This is a riot. I'm dying right now. <laughs> this is very funny." I mean, listen, this is a weird invite. If I'm in a public space. I'm not scared of you. It's only when I'm in a like a bathroom yeah. that I'm scared of you. Yeah, I feel that. You know? Yeah. Like, I've been on the subway with some real dangerous folks, but like, if you look around and you're like, hmm, there's like 30 of us, you're all right. But it's the platform. You know what I mean? Like when you get on the, off on the platform yeah, at the same time. Your, you got to have your back to the, the, uh, the, the pillar. Yeah. You're like, oh, no. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, Cuomo. Cuomo. Now, again, I don't know what anybody did or didn't do in their life, but, and I'm not going to do the thing that's, that everybody else has done and say, why'd they come forward now? Let's not be dumb. Everybody knows why they came forward now. You know what I mean? There was a, an orchestrated hit on this guy's career and these people who might have valid grievances, you know what I mean? They might, Yeah. but there was a, st- there was an opportunity to kick dirt on somebody. I'm I don't think it's wrong of me to say that certainly there was an uh, an implicit offer made by the the woman who's trying to bring down Cuomo with the purpose of replacing him. So who is this person trying to bring him down? I believe it's the attorney general. Um, I forget her name, but she has basically been angling to destroy him first through the uh, COVID deaths, COVID deaths. Yeah. And now when that when that weirdly didn't pick up any think about the, think about the world we're in right now he took a lot of, i mean he took his fair amount of heat for that it didn't it wasn't going to get him out of there it wasn't going to get him out of there yeah. there's a better chance that he gets out of there from propositioning a 22 year old for a kiss than for potentially killing 14,000 people yeah you know dead people <laughs> real human lives that are now no longer with us out of negligence of a political official think about what think about that shit for a second yeah Listen, everybody, you know where I stand on this. I'm like Mr. Super Based Red Pill when it comes to Me Too shit. I got no patience for it anymore. And I'm COVID. At, and COVID. <laughs> I'm at the end of my fucking rope. But you don't have to share my beliefs to, to look at certain things and go, oh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. You know? <laughs> so uh, when you try to get somebody out for the mismanagement uh, of a pandemic that resulted in the the deaths of many old people, which, by the way, there's no counterfactual. There's no way to go. There's no way to prove that anybody else's leadership could have done a better job. Sure. Yeah. So, with that in and mind, there's no way to prove you would have could have prevented their deaths by doing something different. For sure. So, I, maybe that's why it's a maybe that's why it's a turkey. Maybe that's why no, they can't get anything out of it. You know. Maybe. But you know, touching touching a twenty two year old's face at a wedding, maybe you know, maybe you can get somebody out on that. But here's here's the thing with the, I would like to see Cuomo go for the deaths. I think that that's way more egregious. Um, the Me Too stuff, the the accusations, 
it just falls into the category of like uh, many of these things where it's like I was not in the room. I don't think touching someone's face, even if it was unwanted, is grounds for removing a person from office. Uh, I don't know exactly what the other accusations are. Let's say they're they're very very bad. Let's say that they, this is extremely impropri- extreme impropriety, and he needs to go. I wasn't in the room. No, I I, I don't know, and I just I I don't think this is red pilled. I think it's very reasonable to say that presumption of innocence. This is what our legal. This if you're gonna if you're gonna come at someone with these accusations, you do an investigation, you bring it to trial, you let everybody have their say, and you hash it out that way, right? I don't think that that's fucking unreasonable, and I think that's what he said. He's like, I'm not gonna step down. Have an investigation. I think that's very reasonable. Well, okay. Now, you and I are both smart enough to understand why there was a push against that the last five years or so, right? Yes. So for our listeners who might be dumb, there's ample evidence to suggest that uh, women don't get their fair day in court. Of course. So a definite concern. However... Take any any accusation that comes to anybody... Take it seriously. Give it the due time that it deserves. The seriousness, the heaviness of the accusation. I'm not saying take these things lightly. I'm not saying write anybody off. I'm just saying that everybody deserves to have a fair say in the matter. Are you suggesting everybody deserves fair and that uh, by reducing the fairness of one person's situation, you don't actually elevate the fairness of another's? Yes. Oh, <laughs> no, Eric, you're so confused, bro. Yeah, I guess so. So, here's the deal, everybody. I just want you to think, gamify the Cuomo thing for a second, okay? Just put it in game terms. If he steps down, many people will see it as an admission of guilt. True or false? Uh, yeah, I guess that that yeah that would be perceived as an admission of guilt. Yeah. Okay, so let's say that you are Cuomo. You call for an investigation. The worst thing that can happen to you is what was going to happen to you if you stepped down. Mm -hmm. The best thing that can happen to you, let's presume he did it for a second, or let's presume it was so egregious that he, in almost anybody's mind, he does have to go, except for my father, who's riding with Cuomo into the fucking, uh, into the pits of hell. He doesn't care. Boomers love Cuomo. Boomers love him. New York boomers love Love him. Love him. So. His old Italian ass. Let's say. He's been governor for like 20 fucking years. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I've been hearing about this guy since I was like 10. I remember Pataki for years. Is he the only one after Pataki? Uh, Yeah, I think so. And then before Pataki was, I think, was Mario Cuomo. Yeah, that's right. His father. That's right. He had like fucking generations of Cuomo. Yeah, and I mean, for the record, everybody... We hate this guy. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking sleaze. Get him at like yo. I, like I said, there's a there's a dozen reasons why this why I think you should not be fucking governor. Start with your face. Yes. <laughs> it's just when all of these me too things. It's just like I just want to see the 
every example of this, whether it's Cuomo, whether it's Louie, whether it's fucking Weinstein, anybody. I just want to see this situation treated with the seriousness and the care that it fucking deserves. I don't feel comfortable throwing people under the bus before we know what happened or before anybody's had a fair shot at saying. And I also don't feel comfortable writing off anybody with these accusations saying it's wholesale bullshit. Now, of course, each one of these things has its own nuance and storyline and own thing that needs that kind of attention. There's no way to blanket this whole thing. Treat it fucking seriously. But, you know, you, that, that's all I got to say. Well, I agree with you. I think that if we can take an opportunity to kill Cuomo, we should run at it. Shoot him. <laughs> so here's the deal, though. Everybody. There's no incentive to resign. I'm shocked that anybody would think that his old Italian ass, old Italian lawyer ass, would take the bait. Because, it, again, what's the worst that can happen? The investigation proves and you have to step down. What? Why would I step down ahead of that? What if the investigation doesn't, what if the investigation fails for some reason? What if it's not convincing? Okay, then I fucking, I walk away with my head held high. So, Everybody, you stupid-ass fucking New York lawmakers calling for this dude's head. If he did it, I mean, what did he do? What's he being accused of? He did, there is one grope. There is one grope accusation. He's, I think one of them, look, this is where I don't want to get caught out because we're, part of the gimmick of this podcast is that we're uninformed idiots. Yeah. So, like, if we're going to talk about this, maybe we should look up actually what the accusations are. Because I don't want to misrepresent anybody well, or, or, or here's my put out wrong information, which brings us to ill-informed conclusions. Here's my understanding from watching news of this yesterday, is he's got seven accusers now. Seven. How, however. Last I saw it was five, but now he has seven. Seven. All right. However, as is often the case when they're trying to get a dude out of here, the later the accusation comes in, there's typically a reason for it. It's often the less credible accusation, right? And you'll notice when it doesn't come from the same sources as the other ones, typically through a lawyer of some type, typically the same lawyer, typically a lawyer who becomes the sort of the locus point for, for the accusations it's often because it's a, it's seen as a less credible accusation, which by the way, I should say credible is the most weaponized term going right now because it's, it's, it's nebulous. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. doesn't mean anything. QAnon's credible. Well, credible source says that Donald Trump is going to retake office. Right. And when they'll say credible accusations against, uh, if I, I'm, what's funny is that if my first instinct would be to sue, I'd say, Oh, no, that's not a, that's defamation because there's no credible accusation. However, it's a weasel word. It has no legal meaning. Right. Yeah. So you can use it. You could say a credible, you could have a, a cartoon hot dog make an accusation against somebody and you could still say it's credible. Yeah. Because what is credible? I ate the accuser cartoon hot dog. What is credible? The cartoon hot dog. <laughs> the cartoon hot dog. The standard of news, the associated hot dog press. <laughs> So associated glizzy, <laughs> associated glizzy, more reliable than the mainstream media. Yeah. So, yeah, not saying much. Uh, everybody. Uh, again, if you want Cuomo out of here for whatever reason, fine. 
You, here's one thing I got. I, I one thing that maybe we should address, or maybe just if I can take you to task on the things you just said, please. When you said when they're trying to get a guy out of here, yep. Who's they? Who the people that want his job? So let's look at it. The woman who wants his job, and anybody who believes that by doing her political favors. They, they will be in her good graces. You'll notice this happened when Trump was uh, being, uh, when they were trying to destroy Trump, you could see the order in which people were willing to throw him into the wood chipper. Who's they? People who, who had tied themselves to him and then saw that the boat was going down. Oh, like a John Bolton. For example. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll notice that it's only... The because these people are not friends in any meaningful way. No, right? there's no friends in politics. So they will like, you know. Okay, so Lindsey Graham starts Trump's career by criticizing him, then falls in with him, then is attached to the nuts to him. Yep. And then when he's so wounded that there's no way that Trump can strike back at him in any meaningful way. That's when Lindsey Graham comes with the shovel and decapitates him and throws dirt on his grave. Mm. These are calculated moves from calculating people. So there is people, there are people who want Cuomo's job and there is a favor system in all politics. Cuomo did it himself. You help me get to where I want to be. Sure. And there's something for you. Mm-hmm. That's who is, looking to destroy somebody at any given time. And then and then you rely on credulous morons on the internet to be the foot soldiers. Yeah. Because they don't care one way or the other what the facts are. They're just jumping out to hurt somebody because their which lives is, are empty as shit. Which is the scariest aspect of it all. Yeah. I, I honestly I'm getting darker and darker. Like the NFT thing made me dark. Which NFT thing? The way that Everybody was suddenly a climate scientist the day the NFTs came out. Mm, talk on that. So <clears throat> NFTs been around for however long. I don't know, maybe like two years for all I know. And they have a boom, a little Beanie Baby style boom this past week. Cabbage Patch Kids popping. Right. That's a really old reference. And first edition Charizard. Yeah, Pokemon first. Th- thank you, young person. Thank you. First edition Ch- Ch- Charizard. <laughs> so, uh, they they explode, and the first day that they are popular in the public consciousness is also the day that everybody just somehow knows that they are a climate worry. How does that work? It's a bizarre. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I get it since you you we talked off air and you explained to me why it it, it is a is is a climate thing. But like, it's such a reach. It's it's an incredible reach. But it's also if you felt that strongly about it, you would be raging against cryptocurrency all day. Well, maybe they are. So the notion, I guess, is that in order to host. A cryptocurrency or an NFT, it requires de- mining of some sort that requires hard drives specifically dedicated towards that, which eat up 
uh, which require certain minerals uh, to to create and eat up electricity, which therefore harms the environment. It's a reach, man. It's, That's a reach. What it is is that they have these hard drives running all the time. They give off a, an, a really, honestly, an incredible amount of heat. Of course. Yeah. So, but but these are. But I'm just going to say. Yeah. Every single person who has a problem with NFTs had better be vegan. Sure. Every yeah. single if anybody if if I hear about somebody having a problem with NFTs who has had factory farmed meat in the last ten fucking years, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. You can pretend to care. Yep. But not under the microscope. You're revealed for what you are, which is a person who is mad at Weezer. <laughs> for what would Weezer do? I always say. I think Weezer is the worst thing. It's worse than it's worse than the murder of children. Yeah. Worse than It is your like number one hated. Worse than foreign wars? Yeah. Where do you Weezer or Foo Fighters, which do you hate more? They go back and forth all the time. Yeah, I know. It's whoever has a more recent song. <laughs> I think Foo Fighters won when they did the Thor 2 soundtrack. <laughs> Why? There is a song on it that is so unbelievably bad, it boggles my mind. <laughs> it, it's like I'd never heard anything like it before in my life. I was like shocked. I was like, this is the worst song that's ever existed. Not just that I ever heard, but like that anybody ever could hear. So anyway, I hate Weezer. Yes. But I don't spend a whole lot of time hating Weezer. No. The reason for that is because you show your ass and you look jealous as a fuck. Now, can I, mean, I? It's not even just that. It's like, who has, why would you spend all your time just hating on something? Uh, people get off on it. But that's that's dark, man. Yeah, oh, dark. Very dark. Focus on the good in life. <laughs> Very dark. Yeah. But, here, so, some people made a lot of money in NFTs. I just want to give people, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners are just blind idiot haters, so I'd like to give them incels that they are, I'd like to give them a little perspective on this. I spoke to a working artist the other day who's got kids to feed, who sees NFTs as just another marketplace that he can hopefully sell original art yep. and feed his child. Sure. Maybe send him to college. Maybe even. Yeah. How could we be mad? Yeah. I think people have such a, has, have most people have such a loose grasp on what NFTs even are. Yep. Because what they are is very confusing. Nonsense. Confu- nonsense. It's very confusing and, and somewhat nonsensical i we had a long discussion about it earlier today and i have a better conception of what it is but it's it's a thing that's going to be disputed legally for a minute i think and where where it arrives eventually may be different than how we're talking about it today in 2021 i mean there's going to have to be some measure of regulation even though that's the purpose of the blockchain the the purpose of the blockchain is to self-regulate in some ways whatever anyway the point is There's an artist named Beeple who made a lot of money. You've seen his art. He just does like very, very quick, um, but pretty detailed, uh, topical art every, say, twice a week. And it'll, you know, be Trump in a diaper wrestling the coronavirus, like that sort of thing, right? All, so is that, isn't, that our, our, isn't that our cover art? That's our, yeah, that, <laughs> that's our uh, iTunes uh, yeah. uh, cover. So, uh, this dude who is like a Banksy where you're just like, uh, sure. you're like, Oh no, 
like pop art. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He made an absolute absurd amount of money. And and, with an NFT? Yes. Okay. And if you are a dyed-in-the-wool loser who hates other people succeeding, this burned you alive. A lot of those out there. So Look, everybody, Beeple's art is not worth $70 million. That's obvious. Who's mad? David Cho sucks. He made $300 million in a day. That's the guy that painted the inside of the Facebook building for... Uh, he did like a mural on the inside of the Facebook building. And instead of taking money, he took Facebook shares. And the day that it went public, he made $300 million. He designs the temple on Epstein's Island. Exa- no doubt. <laughs> I, I've, I've been, the fun fact, I've been to his warehouse and seen his, uh, he has a mini monster truck with a drum set in the back in the center of his warehouse. He knows how to live with that $300 million. That's very cool. Yeah. His life rules. Um, I think the larger thing that I'm I'm concerned about, the shit that scares me, the shit that might keep me up a little bit at night, as someone who wants to succeed in life, with this podcast, with my career, mm. just monetarily, in many ways, I would like success. Mm. I'd like to make a nice life for myself. So you can have it taken away. I get really freaked out that there's a lot of people that resent success. Yeah. That resent successful people. It's the scariest thing in the world to me. Like the idea that you could have an association like some dude that like a roommate of yours that hits 40 has accomplished nothing and blames you somehow for his failures. See, sees you as what he wanted for himself. And then he finds a way to engineer your destruction. That's the scariest fucking thing about our moment that as a dude who has endured a lot of this shit, I'm going to say nobody understands until they're in it. Yeah. Nobody. So like all that shit where somebody is trying to undermine you in some way. You know what? I always say girls understand it better than boys though, because girls are so used to being lied on. Like from middle school on every woman has had some malicious rumor spread about her. So guys are a little different. Guys don't get it. Like guys are like, yo, speaking of which no names, I guess, but I was reading, I was reading a dude who was kind of, kind of excised from his community in a way, you know, like he was canceled, but not for any, not for any like heinous shit, just for like what you'd call wrong thing. Right. Yeah. And I I forgot this, but he mentions it in his recent writing. He's like, just a just a reminder, everybody. The person that uh, that was leading the charge against me is now gone underground because you all excised him for sexual abuse. You know, does everybody remember that? And here's the thing: no, they don't remember that because they went from harassing one guy. To, oh, the persecutor has become the persecutor. Let's harass him. And it's just, I swear to God, it reminds me, we are living the movie The Ring. Okay, I can see that. We have to hand off this curse to the next person to get it off of us. It follows. Yes, we have to fuck. Yeah. And in fucking, what do we do? I mean, we fuck every night. We incur curses, though. Yeah, we just keep trading it back and forth. God hates us. I know. 
it's 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 disturbing, man. Because I I think anybody anybody with a head on their shoulder should be chasing some kind of success in life, um, or be very happy in a in a dump in South Florida, just waiting for the world to end. That's fine too, but being miserable is not fine. No, being miserable is definitely not fine, and taking it out on other people is super not fine. The thing is. I use the word success in a in a in a relative term. It's like I don't mean like fame and fortune when I say success. I mean achieving something, even if it's you know working sanitation. That's a success. You know what I mean? Like get, achieving something in life. You know what I mean? Something that you worked towards that that you then obtain. And it and it edifies you or or affirms you or your soul or what you want to do, even if it's like not a job you necessarily want, but hey, you're making money now. Like that's success. Like the word is very it, it it's fluid. It can mean a million different things. It doesn't mean you have to live in a mansion at the top of a hill. It can be a lower income existence, but like it's just doing something. It's just elevating yourself into something that you want. That's what success means. Any, every, and yeah, being, you know, if the, the guy, the manager at the pizza shop, that's success. You know what I mean? Like, if compared, that's, compared to our lives, big success. Big success. And you're, that's, and, you're using a, 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 a charger with that's got a frayed cord. Yes. Very janky. There's guys out, there's guys sleeping on our street. Yes. More successful than you right now. <laughs> they would look at that cord and go, Oof. get the fuck out of yeah. here, you Oof. broke bitch. They'd say, I would not plug that into a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> charger <laughs> i would be ashamed so what i mean is yo what the, what the, the larger point with the lesson i guess that i'm trying to preach to the people right now the 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 wisdom that i'm schooling to the youth yes so that the sins of the father do not visit the children right on uh is that you got to focus on you and yourself and you got to hold no grievance with any man because of any failure that comes in your life because every successful person, now I'm getting into like Joe Rogan, like fucking like inspiration shit. Anyone who's successful has experienced failure like a million times over. So if you fail at some shit, don't be mad at yourself. Don't be mad at anyone else. Take inventory and keep it fucking moving. But like there's there's just seems to be a wealth of bitter weirdos that want to just kill other people. Yes. That that they perceive as doing better than them. You're making over $70,000 a year? <laughs> That's such a low bar. I know. <laughs> That's so depressing. That's so like there's some people that are so severely like so, with self-imposed limits, man. Yes. Sky's the limit. You can do anything in this fucking life. Yes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, like we've been exercising a lot. Yes. You we you've been jogging. I've been jogging mm. a little bit. Do you ever get like an endorphin rush? Yeah. In my last like my last block, I get pretty excited. I was on the top of Runyon. And I was doing my jog, and I was really pushing myself. I was out of breath, and I got that endorphin rush, and I looked at the fucking sky as the sun was going down. I looked at the skyline, and I went like, damn, so many people in this world chase that, like, what is life? Like, what is, you know, is there a heaven? Is there an afterlife? Is there, what? what's the meaning? What is the higher purpose? Is there a God? Yo, the fact that you exist on this in this plane of existence in this world in this material realm is like why does heaven need to exist you 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 why does this thing that you don't know that you conceptualize 
it you exist in a real thing provably that's insane and it's awesome and it's a miracle and it's a random chaotic thing that happened but you're here in in 2021 in the world at this stage of human existence perceiving reality that's fucking insane and it's awesome and it's and you got to take advantage of that you can't just melt into your couch i mean you can do what makes you happy but like realize that like like i said the sky's the fucking limit and like anything you can do anything in this life and maybe it won't work out maybe you'll fail and you'll live in a tent on fucking sunset boulevard but like also maybe you won't you know maybe like anyone who's ever had anything could have also been in a tent on on sunset boulevard the fact that you exist merely means that you should at least fucking give it a try. Beeple youth. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just get into it, man. You, you exist. It's insane. It's crazy. Take advantage of it. Don't be mad. Don't be a bitter hater goblin weirdo. It sucks. It's such a, it's such a waste of your precious time. You think we could reach the sort of unkempt sort of deranged listener that we have <laughs> that that rant just appealed to yeah 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 like do you think that like maybe he just woke up and was like you know what i'm i'm going to i'm going to no longer use thumbtacks to put art on my walls you know what <laughs> is that is what is this our influence it is yes this it's is the our power influence. of our influence yeah they're you know what they're, they're gonna say you know what I'm going to get a rug to put over this terrible stain on my floor. <laughs> just the little things. You're yeah, the new yeah. Jordan Peterson. Yes, exactly. These I are, am these JP. Are just, these are just 12 more rules for life. Yes, this is 12 rules for life. Good for you. Clean your tent. Clean your tent. <laughs> Straighten up in there. Come on, fam. What do you think about me going deeper and deeper into the homeless hating community? Oh no! Well, I don't like that. Don't hate your fellow man. But I send. I. But here's the thing. I'm doing it as like, oh, this is interesting to see another person's perspective. But how many can I follow on Instagram before I'm radicalized? <laughs> I got no beef with the homeless man. Some of them, listen. Some of them are unfortunate. Well, I mean, all of them are unfortunate. Uh, some of them, most of them, I'd say deserve a great amount of sympathy and 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 need help some are scumbags some just want to shoot up and steal amazon packages and take a dump on your lawn mm. some want to burn a burn your fucking neighborhood down mm. where was i going with this <laughs> it sounds like you're the homeless hater my guy you're, you're, you're a, no, a they, hater of the unhoused i don't hate my fellow men don't stab the guy at the in and out just because he has a job you know what I'm saying? Again, don't resent success. I'm still on my tip. Don't resent success. Don't resent success. I don't know. The homeless... It's, I don't hate the homeless, man. I don't, but I'm just saying I follow about six accounts I that know. are dedicated to hating the homeless. So how many more accounts before I go, you know what? Listen, Th- I... This MF is spitting. Because you, <laughs> you sent me... You've sent me some of their posts and I follow one of them now. And... Even though they're <laughs> very charged rhetoric about the homeless, they mm. don't like them. But I bet if you got mm. it, got into it with that person, mm. I don't think they hate them. 
I think that a lot of people are just fucking fed up. They're yeah, pushed, that's what it is. They're pushed to their limit. I think in their soul, they want good things for these people. They just don't, they're not happy with the state of the city and with with giant encampments in front of their business or in front of their home. As I think any rational individual would not be happy with that. You know what I'm saying? People out here are fed up, man. They're fed up with the state of affairs. How can you blame them? Well, I don't you, think it comes from hatred for the people there. You know what I'm saying? To our listeners from the Midwest, on a scale of one to uh, Barter Town, where are we at in the homeless encampment crisis? You, you asking me? Yeah. Just so people understand. Like, uh, where are we at personally or the city? No, you and I are just month to month might be in a tent, but I'm talking about the city. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it, you know, the people know it's not good out here. It's, I don't know if people do. We've, we've talked about it, but I don't know if people really comprehend. Here's the thing. Before we moved out here, because you would send me videos. A lot, listen, Rogan, a lot of the uh, Musk, I think Shapiro... Uh, some of these people that have sort of made their name being LA people have bounced because they're not happy. They they saw the way COVID went down. They're not happy with the state of the city, the, a lot of their tax money, yada, yada, yada. Before we moved out here, I, you would send me this stuff and I would think, you know what? These are fucking, some of these people are rich. They're, they're, they're celebs. I think they're being soft weirdos. Like I'm from New York, you know, I'm from a, you know, where I grew up was, is by no means a bad neighborhood, but you know, I lived in Brooklyn for a while. I've seen bad neighborhoods. I've been in bad neighborhoods. I think a lot of these fucking Joe Rogan celebs are just pussy. I just think, I I think that they, that, that, that they're weird and scared. See the videos of L.A. before we came out here. The streets, a lot of tent cities, a lot of homeless, a lot of it's it's real. And I was like, you know, is this is this how real is this? This might be an isolated area. This might be overblown. Now, the perspective of being here for a little a couple of months now. Um, I wouldn't say it's overblown however for us on a day-to-day not really a hindrance on our lives is that fair let's also take into account that we are able-bodied and sure and yeah. have no children and also not women also not women also i barely care about the outcome of my life <laughs> It is. It does kind of suck to kind of walk to the Whole Foods and think, hmm, could get stabbed. Yeah. Could get shot. Yeah. Not impossible. Seems to happen every week. <laughs> not a great Not a great feeling to walk around with. Doesn't stop me from doing anything, but don't love it. But, you know, that's... The block. Yeah. It's interesting, everybody. So Eric and I have small lives. Is that fair to say? Yeah. We basically, to get our steps in because we're we're decrepit old men we walk to the whole foods there's other places that we could walk 
but Whole Foods has pre-made meals. It's a good distance. Yeah. You know, it's not too far, but it's far enough. Round trip, three miles, just yeah. to keep you moving. Yeah. You know? Go and, you walk through a very yeah. lovely neighborhood. I walk through a beautiful neighborhood. Yeah. Parrots, flowers. Yeah. Nice. Bananas. Yeah. Well, I, oh, bananas. I, saw, I saw an orange tree and a lemon tree. Today. There you go. Some, ni- some nice, nice, nice houses. Yeah. Uh, however. Nice, nice people. Nice people. Mm-hmm. However, the gateway to those two places takes us either through a legitimate homeless encampment on Sunset, mm-hmm. or we take, and this is given our, uh, our uh, location away, or we can take Hawthorne, on which there is a armed robbery basically every night. And those are our options. Now, Eric and I do not feel particularly at risk. I actually feel less at risk here than I do in New York. Really? Yeah. Where where new what, what area of New York specifically? I always in New York I feel more keyed up. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I think it's cuz I can't see the sky. I honestly feel like there is a mental cost to not being able to see the horizon. No, the, I mean I'm with you in that I have a lot I there is a there is a sense of anxiety in New York that I don't have here, but that anxiety is not a fear of my, of, for my life in New York. It's just a, I don't like it here. I'm trying to think of what subway, there was some subway station that I took every day for my last year in New York that it's a really decrepit one. I see people take photos of it because it's like so shit. What, so what train shitty. line was it? The J? It was the J. It was probably like, um, it, it was the, uh, Wyckoff maybe. No, no, no. It was in Manhattan. It was the Oh. It, uh, interesting. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast? for the first time in your miserable life. I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. At any rate, total stink dump, right? Sure. Uh, But, you know, any hour after midnight, I would feel by myself there. But not in a good way. You know what I mean? In a very trapped way. Manhattan, for as safe as as New York has become over the last couple of years, which is obviously de- this that safety has sort of declined over COVID, but as safe as it was, anywhere you were after midnight, especially on a weeknight, eh, yeah, low element, yeah, you know, especially places people are always like, oh, Times Square is like Disney now. You know, you walk through Times Square at one, at one a.m. Then whoa. Penn Station at 1 a.m.? A lot of scum. Oh, low lives, man. Really, really, if you want to get a feel of old New York, 
Walk around those those areas at after midnight. Hang out at hang out at Port Authority and just wait for someone to talk to you. Oh my lord, Port Authority is <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> Holy hell. That's like going back in time too. It is really like going back in time. I've been going the, I've been going to Port Authority uh, since like probably the, the late nineties and it has not changed even a little bit. <laughs> Well, but, but back to, to, to I guess what we were talking about. I mean, I've never felt, I don't really feel unsafe in New York, and that could just be because I've lived there most of my life. But here I do kind of feel unsafe sometimes. Mm. But Tell me more. Well, you know, walking down certain streets at night, I'm like, yay, yay. Mm. You know, some of the, 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 I mean, some of it's the homeless people. Yeah, you, know? you can say it. You hate them. <laughs> I don't hate them. I'm just a little. I'm leery. That's all. Don't hate. Cautious. Don't hate their success. Um. That being said, it's fucking. It's like it's so lovely here. You know what I mean? Like it's just just such a nicer existence. Like the sun is out every day. It's warm. Yes. You know. So this trade offs. You know. Are you going to delete Tinder now that I told you that terrible Me Too story where the guy killed himself? Probably. Okay. No, he didn't kill himself. <laughs> he didn't. No, he just thought about it. He just thought about killing himself every day for two years. I've been through that. I can do that again. Yeah? Uh, well, you, can, yeah. you can do that standing on your head? Maybe not. Maybe not for two years. But anyway, what what was our larger point about L.A.? So, so I'm I'm going to get radicalized. Oh right. Well, well it, what, what's the anti-homeless pill? We were well. We were trying. I guess we were trying to convey what the homelessness situation is out here to people that don't maybe don't know or understand. It's bad. There's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of encampments, a lot of trash, a lot of, you know, it just, uh, just especially by the highways and not just under the highways, but on the overpass itself, Mm -hmm. just rows of shacks and, and, and RVs. It's, it's, they call them in, in the way that people call them Hoovervilles in the forties. These are Gar cities for the mayor, mayor Garcetti. Um, I don't know. There's no, uh, there's no real clear answer in how to deal with the situation. You wrestle with this all the time. You get like your eyebrows go up towards your nose, like, uh, uh, like at the bridge of your nose, they go up in this kind of like, I'm indicating that I'm sad sort of way. Cause you, the homeless situation here like bums you. Well, it, it, it's, when you see someone laying in a pile of trash and like no one's helping them, mm. yeah, that bums me the fuck out. Mm. Bums me the fuck out. Because, listen, the two sides of this coin seem to be, I think the state, I think the cops would love to just throw them in a cell, which is not in anyone's best interest, I guess, except for the people that just want them off the street, which is a heartless position. Uh, the people that want to prevent that are seem to be keen to let them just rot out on the street, which I don't think is a, a solution, and mm. I don't think is where we should arrive. This person needs help. Listen, if I think I've said this on the show before. If you saw someone on the street committing an act of violence against someone else, you would say, damn, someone needs to get involved here to stop that. But when this person's out on the street committing violence against themselves... Where is it you sent me a video of a homeless guy who was rubbing his face into the pavement until it bled? Yeah. This is someone who's severely unwell, who's hurting himself. And the policy of the city, the policy of the state is to just let him be. I just That's like, fucked up. I just like to get you started. I know. Well, but like I, I, I mean, I'll talk about it. This is a fucking podcast. Mm. What are we going to do? Just, duh, yeah. me too. <laughs> what are we going to do? NFTs. Yeah, NFTs. Like, 
this is something that I feel a strong way about. I mean, someone, I just wish someone would help these people. But what can be done? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. What about because the, camps? So, <laughs> there have been certain solutions. Like, they're, like I think this, I don't know if it was California, if it was elsewhere, but uh, the city, had, I, I guess it was here, the city bought out a hotel mm-hmm. to house the homeless. Yep. And what happened to the hotel? Uh, fell into disrepair and uh, was uh, a Superfund site in, within two years. And then what happened to the people that lived there? Back out. Back out on the street. Yep. Because a lot of them prefer to live that way. Well, a lot of them prefer to live without rules, and I can understand that. Sure. Uh, however, that comes with a price, obviously, right? So, like, the, the argument against, not argument against, but I've been hearing this over and over again, that <clears throat> uh, homeless don't want to use shelters which is only half true by the way i i lived on skid row for a while in a house and the shelters people start lining up for it at like 4 p.m sure you know well so, th- th- so this is the thing it's it's yeah like you have to be careful insofar as like the homeless don't want shelters obviously many of them do and they should have access to them obviously many of them would benefit from housing however some don't here's what's weird. and that's a fact Here's what's weird. I've heard all the arguments over the years, and it used to be the homeless don't like the shelters because they're unsafe. That's what the line used to be. I have no doubt that's probably true, right? Although it's difficult to imagine that it's... Less safe than the streets. Yes. Yeah. However, uh, I've heard the argument shift over the last couple of years to they're not allowed to shoot dope there. So we there's an actual argument that we should have assisted dope shooting there are i think there are some european countries that have that there are yeah but i don't know if they're if they're shelters i think you go in, and i think they're drop-in centers like yeah you, go you drop and you in shoot you shoot up and, you bounce right now i can't picture a world where and i wonder if our listeners can or if any of the people that suggest this as a thing could i can't picture a world where the liability for someone's life doesn't fall in a uh, criminal way onto the people that are housing you while you're shooting dope. I don't know how you indemnify yourself, particularly if you're actually manually assisting somebody. I know that's not necessarily what they mean by that, but it is like, imagine that I let you into my dope house and then you die in my dope house mm-hmm. how am i indemnified against y- your loved ones taking me to court i don't know that such a thing can happen because and i don't know if running a homeless shelter is so fucking profitable for these nonprofits that they'd be willing to take on the risk <sighs> i just see my yeah. point is i just see the solutions that are offered as being utopian nonsense that doesn't ever account for facts on the ground well as we said these things do exist in other in other countries i suppose there is a way to do it quote unquote because you know part of what you know part of how these places function is that you know you're overseen by a medic and you know there's less of a chance of overdosing less of a chance of using a dirty needle that could give you, you sure. know, something bad. But what if you do, of but what if you do overdose? 
What well, do they do? They roll you into the street and say, "Not our bad, not our fault." Well, I guess they're only dosing you with it with an amount that would not cause an overdose. Yeah, but you, there's no guarantee of that. I here, guess here, not. here's my point: is that uh, doctors open themselves up to malpractice, working for their hospitals, doing their jobs. They're still available to malpractice suits. So, what, what fucking nonprofit paying their workers? $15 an hour is going to say, yeah, we want to be on the hook for what happens in here. Well, I, I, I think it's a valid point, but also I think even a, a larger point is I don't, I don't see this happening in America. Yeah, maybe not. I, like culturally, like I don't, I don't see this as a thing that we're ever going to allow for. And also, as a solution, listen, people are going to shoot up whether people like it or not. There's no stopping that. However, I mean, I need to, I, I would need to think about it more, really. But, like, what I'm trying, I guess what I'm trying to say right now is, like, I think, I think, I, me personally, yes, I would rather see if this is a tax funded thing, if it's a taxpayer funded operation. I'd rather see my tax money go to rehab. I'd rather see my tax money go to healthcare that can possibly end this person's a disease of addiction rather than feed into it. That's mm. me personally. And I guess you could make a valid argument that I'm ignoring certain aspects of, of disease and certain... Sure, sure, sure. And I'm open to all of that. Um, me personally, I'd... I'd rather see money go to helping this person with their disease than than feed into it, is what I'm saying. Okay. That's just where I'm coming from. And how did you feel about my camps idea? Mm, if they're happy camps. No, no. No. <laughs> no. Don't take... Well, they're not... The homeless don't really like taking showers, so... Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to figure out a different means <laughs> of delivery. Yeah. What else we got this week? Um, Snyder cut. Snyder cut. What else we got going on? So Cuomo. We yeah we covered Cuomo. We co- covered do, NFTs. We didn't do. We did the local report. Local report. Neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Your impassioned plea for the homeless. Yeah. We didn't. Uh. Well. No. We, we. Well. We did talk a little bit about the thing that was really bumming me out, but we didn't really get too deep because it's too fucking depressing, and this is. Sometimes comedy podcast. Yeah, sometimes we try to be a on little occasion. Bit, yeah, we try to be light. Sometimes we get into it though. Um, do you have notes? You usually have notes. I do. I have no notes this week. You have no notes. All I've been doing is crypto, bro. Mm. <laughs> Would you love to talk crypto? Not really. I know you don't like crypto at all. I, I tried everybody all day. I try to engage Eric on crypto, and all day he just he gives me the cold. It's you've just been talking about it since we moved here it's just it's just very played it's like you're a wrestler that's had the same gimmick for a while you got to shake it up when does it come back around though i mean i will say i'm vaguely interested i would but i just like whenever i think about like actually learning and getting into it i'm just like ugh, why so you can lose money or make money or make money seems to fluctuate by the day yes let's see what i'm up right now it's very pathetic. I'm always up like $100 and never more. Should I delete all social media? 
No, it means you got me too. See, this is the thing. Okay, so I've definitely been tweeting less since I took it off my phone. Maybe twice a day. Mm. Maybe. Maybe a little here and there, whatever. Uh, I don't like Twitter. I'm like very much done with it. Some of the worst. It's some of the worst vibe I've ever seen in my life. Bad vibes all around. If I went to a party with that vibe, I'd be really uncomfortable. Brings me down. So taking it off my phone has been great. And then you know we did a we did a little boys hike today mm. with the boys. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of the pod, Brian Murray, mm. and he was like, "Dude, you got to get Instagram off the phone." And I was like, "Ah, you know, I already got rid of Twitter." Instagram is kind of fun. It has a lot of cool art accounts that I like. Yeah, and I don't have the same like bad feeling about Instagram. No, I know some women do, but yeah, I and and no, but like I I get the bad feeling sometimes. Like, I get it. I sometimes it does make me feel like, damn, like I don't need this. I don't like if I didn't look at this, I wouldn't have felt this way. Like I get that. So I, but like to your point. If you totally just get rid of social media, everyone just thinks he got me tooed. I a kid literally on our fucking we did we're doing an Instagram thing you and I I think and we're talking about some band and they, like and be like oh yeah they haven't been around I guess I when they when they stopped tweeting I thought they got me tooed and I was like you know locked in forever I guess what the fuck man here's my my, my well my thing with Twitter is like. We do a podcast every week. I don't need to be out there talking politics. If you want to know what I think about anything, just listen to the goddamn show. I we say everything we think in our hearts on this show. We we are we are we bear it all out here. We put our soul on the dance floor. So if you want to know how I feel, you could either listen to the show or you could talk to me like a human being. No. <laughs> Under no circumstance. Especially if you're my friend. You could speak to me. Under no circumstance. Like we're peers. Like we're friends. Like we're colleagues. Like we're buddies. You could do that. You could try that. You could try talking to people. Uh-uh. You could also try actually listening and not just hearing the thing you want to hear so you can be mad. Or respecting someone enough that you could just go, yeah, I don't agree. That too. No. A comic creator who I have a great deal of respect for said some stuff I don't agree with. Yeah. But I respect him. So it didn't really impact my view of him. Mm. And I thought that was weird that that's not how other people see things. Like, no, you got to cut his head off. Yo, if somebody's got like a lot of years into a thing and, and you have a somewhat firm grasp on who they are and they just say some thing that you disagree with, how the fuck are you going to weigh one statement against the whole of everything you know about them. Are you fucking insane? Or are you just an ass? You might just be an ass. Might just be an ass. Might be a moralizing loser that has nothing going on in their own life. Might just be an ass. Might hate yourself. You know what? Since I'm 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 being since I'm mad empathetic on the pod today. Oh, is that right? Maybe you're just being an ass. Maybe you're not in your soul an ass, but that's ass behavior. It's hard to say. I'm starting to believe that with every uh, every outrage, people are losing their critical thinking skills more and more with each one. Oh, I think the critical thinking skills are, have been long out the window. <laughs> to the point that, to the point that people, are, there is a contingent of Twitter that is a truly mindless mob. Yes, it's very frightening, man. It's not a good place for people to be. 
it's not good to be a hive mind. It's also not good to like when I know where you stand on one thing, I know where you stand on everything. Yeah, not that, good. That just makes you a loser. It makes you an ideologue. Mm-hmm. It makes you an unthinking, no experience weirdo. No experience. That's what I would call it. Like it unworldly you're just parroting shit you heard, shit you read, right think. Makes you an makes you an ass. It's ass behavior. NFT, Stop being NFTs, an ass. I don't like them because they're bad for the environment. Ass. The environment that I suddenly started caring about when NFTs arrived. You're an ass. Stop being an ass. Think for yourself, for the love of God. Like that. There's some German band. I forget which one they are, but they're always getting accused of like semi-racist shit. Kraftwerk. Semi-fascist shit, rather. But death in June. Th- now they they their slogan is. Think with your own brain. Is that a Nazi thing? No. All right. It's just it, that's their response to being called Nazis, which I think is the best response you can give. Please think with your own brain. Please. 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 <sighs> it's like a very simple plea. Anyway, Snyder Cut. How are you feeling about it? I'm not writing how many, it off. How many days we got? I'm thinking with my own brain. How many days we got? I think it's this. I think it's. The coming weekend. Oh, let's get a big bowl of popcorn. Oh, Dave's going to be in town. Oh, we can watch it with Dave? Yeah, he's never going to make it through it. He's no, gonna be, well, dude, it's like four fucking hours. He's going to be super bummed. <laughs> it's super four bummed. hours long. Jesus Christ. You ever done anything for four hours? That's a very good question. I'm trying to think. I guess like been on a plane. Oh yeah, okay, that counts. <laughs> I've sat on a plane for more yeah, than yeah. four hours. Sure. Uh, I've worked. I but sort not, of, but yeah. not continuously. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. not like continuously on one thing. I don't even think I've been on like. Have I been on like a four hour phone call? Probably not. Probably taps it. Like probably the longest was like two hours, maybe. Maybe th- I've done solid threes, but four is a long time. I've I've might I might have done a three. Mm. Uh. What takes four hours? I don't know. I don't. I can't even tell you. I mean, are, is, are we going to have an intermission? Or are we just going to marathon this thing? That's longer than The Irishman, and that was a long fucking movie. You want to watch them back to back? Yeah, The Irishman was good. See, remember when Twitter was just people live tweeting shit like that? Like, yes. I'm going to watch all the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. You know? Whoa, Frodo. Uh oh, watch out. Hashtag Lord of the Rings. And, and, and now. The only joy people are finding on that shit is being like, are the orcs blacks? Yeah. Mm, Tolkien. Are these black bodies? Written in the 40s. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, was anyone canceled this week? Any Was any like cultural artifact destroyed? Dalia's back. Right. Yeah, we don't have to do that. <laughs> Why is he so hot button for you? He's not. It's just. It's what's there to even talk about? He's yeah. He's doing his podcast again. I honestly felt emotional watching it. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's just a dude who has been utterly destroyed and abandoned, and watching someone process that again. Everybody, you can think he's guilty as fuck. It doesn't matter. It doesn't for the. Does anybody ever reflect on how it does not matter? Like, if you're a foul piece of shit you can still observe somebody going through a human moment and be like, oh, wow, human moment. So on his podcast, he's having human moment after human moment. 
And it's just fascinating for anybody. If you don't like him, you can equally enjoy it because it's a man in pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you hated his ass, you could just watch it and be like, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to stroke it to this. Oh, I love the way that he's fucking uncomfortable his own skin. I love the way his friends sold him out. Yes, you can do it. You know what I mean? So I think it's a win-win. If you, if, if you, if you like to see somebody trying to pick their life back up because you have any grace at all, worth watching and if you're malicious and malignant and like to watch a man suffer also works you excited for dark side in the in the snyder cut is it played by delia <laughs> maybe i don't know who plays him what if, what if delia was cut from all those movies but was still the voice of dark side that'd be interesting it'd be an interesting direction for dark side <laughs> i will i will say can i say one thing yes about the snyder cut yes the Dark- Leah cut, we call it. <laughs> Darkseid looks pretty cool. You think? I think he looks pretty cool in the trailer. You Look- might get canceled. He's played by Dalia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Should we pivot to the fun part of the podcast? What's the fun part? Well, rub maps, Antifa lover, uh, or messages. Do we have any good messages? Yeah, we probably. I got feel some like good you messages. cheat by reading the messages first. No, I don't read them. You don't. Well, I like, I like, sort of. You skim them for the N word. It's this most scammy. (laughs) No, no, I don't. I, I, okay. So when the message comes in, it gives me the transcript like immediately. Like as soon as I get the voicemail, like the notification that shows up on my phone comes with the transcript. So when I look at my phone, I get a scan of like what they might be saying. I see the name Eric. I see the name Pat. You know what I look when I just see you. Yes. I don't see a man anymore. What does, what does this mean? I just see like a matrix. The the you know how the green numbers are just going down. Yeah. Except they're not numbers. It's just n word anxiety. N word anxiety. Just running through. That's what you're made out of. I've never you're not the, played a message. You're the n word NPC. That's what you are. I've never not played a message because I was afraid of what it was going to say. How does Mister Smith talk? Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. We have to do rub maps. We have you? evidence you've used the N-word. <laughs> That's the Matrix 4. That's the Matrix 4, yeah. yeah. That's the, the reboot. Didn't one of the Wachowskis die? No. No, they're both alive? They're both alive. They're both women now. I know, yeah. They're both both trans women. I thought, I thought one of them passed. That's. I think that's your transphobe fantasy. Could be. You're unhinged. <laughs> Let's okay. Give me all right. Give me a place that wanted us to do some rub maps. Do we have a location? Um. Yes, we do. Uh, somebody wanted. Um. Oh, some really shitty part of Florida. <laughs> I want to say Jacksonville. I mean, that's a nightmare. Uh. Where's the place that I saw in goddamn Florida that was like unreal poverty? I forget the name of it. Isn't that a lot of the? Isn't that? Yeah, but this one impressed me. I want you. To, I want you to think about that. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you're not easily impressed. You're a man who's been through the all all four corners of this 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 here United States. You've seen every shithole there is to see. I lived in a few. Is, is that fair to say? That is fair. Okay, so it looks like they're all in houses, and it looks like they all have... Okay, so vi- some of them have... Vi- oh my God, this one's bleak. Hold on, I just want you to see this photo. <laughs> oh, no. 
Would you describe that to people? <sighs> it looks like... Uh, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe the house. All I can say is it looks like a, a shitty fence in a vacant lot with a really run-down house. Yeah. All right, we're going to read one from King Kirby, 1970. King Kirby? <clears throat> yep, that's what they... That's what they called Jack Kirby, the comic book artist. Hmm. Um, Maybe it's him. <laughs> wow, King Kirby has multiple reviews at the same fucking parlor. Uh, uh, we also, uh, in this list of, we got Mr. Big Bob, 469. Mr. Big Bob. Mandingo, uh, Smokey Yoshi, and Sm- Somali, Somalian Pirate. <laughs> What's their avatar? Uh, it's Toad. <laughs> From the Mario games, yeah, and we've got Schlong of Doom. Who's... <laughs> so and we might have we we might have some winners here. We have a solid roster. Oh, Dog Nuts with a Z. Um... <laughs> A solid <laughs> roster. Let's see. Let's see what we can get from the from the crowd. Let's go. Started with the table shower. She is very thorough on the table shower. Scrubbed every inch from neck to feet with a lot of attention to boys and ass crack. Rinsed off. Flipped. Continued through. Hang on. These people. I just noticed a trend. Yeah. They love referring to their their dick and balls as, as boys as the boys yes, every time or the, my Johnson or the. The, yeah, they love that. Go on. Every time. Uh, <clears throat> continued thorough wash from neck down to, and then got to the boys, second boys reference, and gave <laughs> a good five-minute HJ with soap. It was not five minutes. I guarantee, Here's what I guarantee you. It was not five minutes. What do you think? How, yeah, people's uh, people's conception of time when they're getting going through sex it like goes out the window. ludicrous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were going at it for like an hour. No, you weren't. It was 15 minutes. 15 minutes tops. <laughs> uh, and the boys gave a good five-minute HJ with soap where I almost popped, smiling the whole time. Rinsed and dried me off really well. Went to table. Massage wasn't nearly as good as before. Quick to the flip. Gestures HJ. I pointed to mouth. She said $100. And after last time, I was okay with that. Then I got confused. She didn't leave to get the hat. To get the hat. I stripped nude and started pumping i flat out said what about using mouth she seemed a little annoyed and half-heartedly went for a total of three strokes of a bareback blowjob which felt great but she stopped and started pumping harder went to say something and she shush she shushed me (laughs) popped went to the shower for cleanup went back to try to get an hj again with soap this dude's doing twofers yeah wow you're horny as fuck. Blue, I didn't even know blue, that was allowed. It's a blue chew ad. <laughs> Rinsed and dried. Went back to the table and she rubbed my chest for like 30 seconds and said, time up. <laughs> I told her I still have 30 minutes left and she w- and I wasn't happy with the ending. She said, more customers, make it up next time. <laughs> then we got dressed, hugged, and she let me out of the room. He gave that five stars. <laughs> <laughs> even though he seemed kind of disappointed. Yeah. Well. Uh Let's see. Maybe he was disappointed, but he was like, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I want to still want them to get the business." Yeah, you know? I mean, that's what about Cheeto Warrior? I, I don't think I've ever left a review in my life that was less than five stars. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Although, even when I didn't like the service, like I just, I, I feel so, like such a low scumbag doing that. No, my girlfriend got bad service, and I was, I was going to light them up yeah. the other day. I was, I was going to do one of those uh, extortion. Uh, yelps where you write such a negative yelp that they write you and say what do you need yeah I don't I that's to me that's so scummy 
Yeah, it is. But but they disrespected my girl. I was ready to go all in. Don't don't be a scumbag. <laughs> Please. They, that's my message to them. What about this guy that's got a hippo uh, avatar and his name is Pot Roast? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, does anything, we've lived together for a while now, does anything make me laugh harder than no, this? No, Nothing. no, 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 you, lo- you love what these people are. <laughs> pot roast, that's great. Let's hear from him. Let's say pot roast. <laughs> I like that this guy was making an account, he's like, what should my username be? Yeah, and, th- and then when he goes to avatars, he goes for an obscure one that is an an- a cartoon animal. <laughs> Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Uh, <laughs> let's see. If, wait, we have an account on here? Uh, we do, yeah. Can we? Do you want to reveal what our username is? Mm, I don't know. I actually don't know what it is. I, no, let me change it first. Okay. Because right, so, right now it's way too close to my name. Okay. So, so what's... All right. Well, we don't have to necessarily change it. But what would... what What's a... What's a good... Give me give me your best username. Oh, I still think Dr. Martin Luther King and, and using the Dr. Martin Luther King avatar is the funniest thing that a person could do. Straight up. Like straight... Far and away, it's the funniest thing that you could do in this life. <laughs> specifically for rub maps yeah and then use and then the bit would be that you give reviews in the cadence of dr martin luther king's speech <laughs> i th- i literally think that there's nothing funnier if we f- if let me put it like this if you and i came across that on here would you ever let it go no probably not and, and that's what i'm saying but i but i like i like the casualness i like the casual idiocy like the like the like the eighth grade like level education of a guy who's like I'm gonna make my, my username pot roast. I just think that's so funny in such like a pedestrian idiot way. Uh, pot roast. Yeah, I agree. They're just fun people, man. Do they occasionally say something that you and I find deeply upsetting? Yeah, occasionally. Occasionally, I think pretty often. Uh. All right, Sophia never disappoints. Highly recommend the table shower as there is a lot of attention towards the boys and, and <laughs> what the fuck and your ass. The table shower will allow her to know that you are clean. Thank you. Massage on the back was pretty average. You can get better other places. On the flip, tell her what you want and she will usually say yes. She went out to get the condom and came back, stripped down, and did some nice kissing of the nips and flirting with the and flirting with the dick and balls. I asked for a bareback blowjob and she said, okay, don't think, didn't, don't think she'll do it without the table shower. She, God, can you imagine how sweaty and disgusting these dudes in, in fucking Jacksonville, Florida are? You're, you're asking me, do you, you're asking me if I, how, how I think, uh, how sweaty and disgusting a man named pot roast from <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida is. 
she, she asked if I liked 69, and, and I said, you bet. Her BJ is nice, but I would prefer a bit more suction. See, this is constructive. Somebody can use this. She has a real soft mouth, though. Her pussy was nice and soft for dining at the Y. She got off the table, put the condom on, and played back while I plowed her... Oh, lean back? While I plowed her standing up. I had her stand and bend over with one leg on the table for doggy. The view was so nice, I let go from there. She cleaned you up in the shower and never disappoints with the service, even though she's been there a long time. She is the one to see. All right, good for her. You know, I saw a tweet the other day, which I think... I think you'll agree with, and it was that, uh, I think they said, it was something along the lines of, sex work is not liberating, it's just fucking work. Just work. And then, <laughs> when, 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 if you go into that world thinking it's some sort of liberating thing, and then your first client is pot roast from Jacksonville, right. Florida. Nah, you, you're divorced of that notion. Yeah, quickly. you realize, oh, this is just a job. Uh, I'm going to read from one from Mandingo. Okay. Sophia is very nice and professional. It started with a nice table shower. Sophia loves the table shower. She's got to make sure these dudes are clean. <laughs> Yo, these are these are. Florida is a humid climate. Yeah, that's true. These are some greasy motherfuckers. And she gets you so fresh and clean and dries you off real good. I, if I could explain to everybody how this is written, uh, not well. Massage massage was okay, but on the flip, she got naked and made me suck her titties. Made you. Made you. <laughs> He, this dude's got a valid me too over here. Yeah. He, he should uh, maybe get some lawyers. Uh, I sucked them while I was like I was trying to get milk. She, <laughs> then she started sucking my rock hard cock while she while doing so. She flipped into sixty nine. Okay, <laughs> to the dude who wrote us or just called us and said, "Yeah, sixty nines happen all the time. It's that's just how these places are." You're telling me that. Mandingo <laughs> flipped her into a 69 and before you know it I was dining at the Y and even ate her asshole out. I the reason I just stressed asshole is because he capitalized it. And <laughs> dining e- at the Y and even ate her asshole out. I was sh- I was in shock I was doing this, but I did it. Ended up fucking her in position before I came in missionary. After a shower and what the fuck is this? Uh Deep French kissing. I was out. I will return. What do you think about that? It just, I have to say, we've been doing this rub map segment for a long time now. And it just astounds me the like, the like debauched yeah. sexual, uh, th- 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 just the level of. Of of sex that's going on in these places. I had no idea. I thought it was just, I thought they just gave you a hand job. I thought they're called rubbing tugs. I thought it was just you got a hand job with your massage. I didn't realize that people were fucking like full on Caligula style, just fucking banging on these tables. Banging. Just you're walking in there and just getting into some semen. Just some raw sex, man. Like the fucking like hardcore. What about that guy that was like, LOL, I'm so glad she's old because I busted in there. Remember that guy? Jesus. Well, look at this Christ. guy's review. Hold on, I just want you to look at this. Oh my god, it's this is his manifesto. Yeah, everybody, we just came we just came across uh, Industrial Society and its Future by uh, Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Holy fuck! 
That's fucking long, man. I don't know if we can do that one. No, not at all. Can you can, can it, you skim it? Give me the gist. It's really a play by play. We kiss like this. For, okay. Uh, yeah, there's some good stuff in here. <laughs> okay. It's just so descriptive. She gently nudges me back so that I'm leaning against the table. She turns around and leans into me with her ass taking my now fully erect member between her legs. I'm kissing her neck and feeling her beautiful tits. Then she turns her head and we start kissing. She always kisses me with deep French kissing, but it's gotten better each time I see her. We kiss like this for a while, and this is where it gets weird. She gets down on her knees, but instead of the usual bareback blowjob, she reaches on the table for a condom. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I said, no condom yet, baby. She's, I swear she needs to... She needs a bigger. She says she needs a bigger tip. This completely caught me off guard, as she never talked to me about money before. One forty was on the table as usual. Dumbfounded, I ask her how much, and she says one sixty. Still a little shocked, I say, "Okay." I, I'm sure I'm. I was receiving a wonderful blowjob that day, but I honestly kept thinking about what just happened. Had I been under tipping her all this time? Did something happen to Sophia that changed things? Yeah. Wow, this is the new Antifa lover. This yeah, is good stuff. Seriously. Deep throat by my girl snapped me out of my funk, thank God. She may not be the best, but she's damn good. I was ready to eat that pussy, so I told her let's do some 69, which I know she loves. You deluded fool. <laughs> we hop on the table into position. As many of you know, that's the most interesting thing about this. This is like having a group girlfriend. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, this would be like going in the locker room and being like, did you guys, did you guys notice Sophia doesn't seem as enthusiastic about sucking all of our cocks as usual? That's what this is like. This is group girlfriend shit. I feel like there's a lot of cognitive dissonance for these guys that like, they they just put it out of their minds that these these women are 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 taking a lot of cock. Yeah, like they feel a lot of these dudes feel like they have special connections. Oh yeah, with these but women. They, but they also talk about all the cock that the women take. So I guess they. You know, on so, you know, I mean, well, on some level, they're not they're not denying reality necessarily, but I think it's sort of out of mind a little bit. Like when they really get when they talk about their experience, it seems to be out of mind. But then, like, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. It, it it it's it's strange. I, they all think that they're like the most special customer, no doubt. You know, that's sex work in a nutshell. Also, I just want to yeah, it's true. Also, I just want to say, I feel like I I. Th- there should be a character limit on these reviews. This one's absurd. It's absurdly I'm long. Kind of, I'm kind of enjoying it now. Let, but like, it's very narrative. It's very like I, I like hearing his inner monologue. Yeah, he's going for a thing. He has a point of view. Yes. Okay. Uh, Is he a reliable narrator? Well, no, certainly not. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> he said she loves sixty nine. He's not a reliable narrator. We hop on table. We hop onto the table into position. As many of you know, in this position, Sophia really seems to prefer her tongue prefer a tongue in her ass more than anything else. As many of you know, (laughs) I happily (laughs) oblige, eventually winding up with a finger in her ass and my tongue on her clit always makes her come. Wow, think about how blessed Sophia is. She just gets to come all day. Mm. What a great job. Yeah. She climbs down off the table and stands next to me, leaning in and kissing me hard. I think she's turned on more than I remember her being before because she's really kissing me good and I'm loving it. Then she says, I want to fuck you now. Holy shit. I've never seen her like I've never seen her like this, and I don't know what the fuck is going on in this whole experience, but I've decided to enjoy it. Then this happens. 
She grabs the bottle of lube and climbs back on the table facing me. She squirts the lube on her hand and applies it to my erection. I'm thinking the condom should go on first, and I'm looking down trying to see if she's got the condom on during 69 without me knowing it. I mean, I would know, but I was a little busy at the time. Nope, no condom, and she's ready to go. And I didn't stop her. I was so hard, I slid into her very easily. She's in cowgirl grinding on me when I feel her coming. I sit up and start kissing her until she says, keep going. I lay back and she gets into froggy position and fucks me in long, slow strokes. I swear I don't know if she came two or three times or one long orgasm, but I could feel her pussy contracting over and over. She starts to tire out, so I move into a standing missionary, giving it to her as hard as I can. God, she feels good, and I can't last much longer, so I stop before I nut. She's such a pro that she knows exactly what's going on. She looks at me and says, Come in my pussy, baby. I want you to come in my pussy. Of course, that's all I needed to hear, and I only needed 30 seconds longer to finish inside her. I've, I've been in about... 472 Asian massage parlors over the years. But <laughs> well, it's a very, very on-the-nose number. Wow. 472? How many years do we think he's saying? He's talking. Uh, maybe it's a, like, uh, two years. I've, two? No, I have no idea. I've been in about 407. We're going to click on this dude's other reviews. This is such a specific number. I've been, and he says about. Yeah. I've been in about 472 Asian it's, massage parlors yeah. over the years. Most here, but some in Thailand and Vietnam as well. And we got a sailor. I have never, ever had unprotected intercourse in any of them, let alone a cream pie finish. Yeah, that's that's well advised. Well advised. (laughs) I don't know what got into her or what got me to go along with it and enjoy the fuck out of it, but it is what it is. See, that's a good attitude, though. It is what it is. Sometimes you just got to say that. I have (laughs) never. Hold on. I've always practiced safe hobbying, all things considered, even when a beautiful, willing, young Thai princess. Oh, well, too late now. I got, <laughs> I got tested earlier this year. Guess I'll make another appointment. Any case, if, you're, if this is what you're looking for, I guess you put in the time and money with Sophia. You could get the same treatment one day. Happy New Year. <laughs> Jeez. Yo, the comments on his comment, holy shit, that was an amazing read. See that that's the vibe this it was it's like literatica, you know? Yeah. It's it this is this story was written to make other dudes come. Which I don't know if that makes him a little bit gay. Oh yeah, no, he's gay. He's gay now. Hold on. Okay, so he's only got two reviews. That's shocking for a guy that's been to four hundred and seventy two. <laughs> These must have been really special experiences. Okay, this this one is also long, but Jeez. a little bit shorter. It's also a five star, so let's see let's see what we get out of this. Uh, I'm skimming right now. Okay. Uh, She reaches for my crotch. Full disclosure. I use an erectile dysfunction med that usually has me spouting by a sem, a a spouting, sprouting a semi by the time I walk in the front door. She says something like so big. Why does he use about and like for things that, that are specific enough that you wouldn't need about or like. Yeah, he's lost on the concept of simile. Which is always great to hear, even though I'm average at best. It's self-aware. Then she turns around and backs her ass up against me and grinds against me just enough to turn my semi into an almost full-on. This is awesome. I grab her hips and reciprocate by grinding. 
Did I mention I love this woman? She then takes my hands off her hips and places them on her breasts. She's got some big, big titties. They were nice and soft, and they're definitely real, though without the though without the right support, they may just hang a little bit. Yo, here's a question. This guy's been with 472, about. About. Uh, m- massages. Now, let's say that the vast majority, 400 of them, r- resulted in some sexual contact, right? Yeah. Does he still talk like a teen? I mean, all these guys talk like teens. Or, or maybe like- maybe we're not passionate. Is that you and I's problem? Maybe we're just not passionate people. Maybe. I mean, I'm not saying I have a fucking reading level above ninth grade, but I'm just saying that all these dudes, like, all these dudes, some of these dudes sound like fucking elementary school. Like, yeah, she gave me a fucking blowjob. It was awesome. <laughs> like, that's most of these guys. Is Was that your high schooler? It was like my Eric Cartman. So it was like yeah. a black guy named Roscoe from the 70s. No, no. It was like a... Oh, like, yeah, she gave me a blowjob. Yeah, she gave me a fucking blowjob. That, you're a morning radio DJ. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm Scooter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She, <laughs> yeah, she was sucking on my nuts. She gave the B- big fox daddy a beach. I thought I, was, I thought I was I was invoking Cartman. Okay, so Roscoe's my character. Don't don't step on my bits. All right. So uh, let's see. She leans back against me and turns her head like she wants to, wants me to kiss her. That's what I was thinking anyway. Nope. As soon as I started to lean in, she turns around, slaps me in my ass, and says, "Naughty boy." As we walked out of the room, I did run my hand along the crack of her ass, so maybe she was right. I am naughty. <laughs> did he really write that? Yeah, so... <laughs> Hold These on. These guys are so weird. Hold on. So we leave the room and head to the table shower. There's a naked girl who I was told was Star, who looked very sexy, just leaving the shower when we were on our way. This is why I don't put the towel on anymore. Seems like the girls are always naked or close to it, and I have never seen any of you dudes around. LOL. The other reason is because before we reach the shower, Snow comes out of the back room area, to- walking to the front, stops for about two seconds, grabs my dick and says, naughty boy, and walks again. Sexy fucking tease. But again, I digress. Julie gives the f- typical fantastic table shower that Blue Ocean is known for. Sorry, everybody. I revealed the the location of the spot. Uh <laughs> Her, do we not do that? Uh, I usually don't say the name. Her bareback blowjob is really outstanding. Really good. She is only the second girl to deep throat me at this location, and she was just great, except for one thing. She made it seem too easy for her. Hannah at least had the decency to gag a little bit. Wow, this is a weird guy. We leave the shower to head back to the room, and wouldn't you know it, Snow is walking towards us again. I told her she should stop trying to see me naked and covered my junk with a towel playfully. She laughed and smacked my ass on the way. This review is awfully long already, so here's the intel on Julie. She's pretty average looking, but she gives great head, fucks like a champ, and talks dirty as fuck the whole time if you want her to. And I did. You will know when she's having an orgasm, or I think three, maybe four, and never runs out of energy. I had a great time with her. The most incredibly important part of all this is, and I, when I told her I wanted to try two girls one day, she was into it. I mean, genuinely into it. She told me to call ahead, say I wanted Julie and one other girl, and she would know who to make that girl number two. I really think she meant it because she was. She said she loves to eat pussy, uh, and had this kind of faraway look in her eyes, like she was remembering some really sweet pussy. 
I think I'm going yeah. to give it a try on my next visit. But by all means, gentlemen, if someone wants to beat me to it, please write a review. These dudes love sharing the women. These are like rappers. Ugh. You don't like that? It's just... It's, uh, there's just a layer of like film to these guys. They're just gross. You think they're gross? I... I you know what the the reality is? Is these are people you, you walk by on the street, share the bus with, share the train with every day of your life. But this this little look in, into the soul of the everyman, yeah, it's a bit too revealing. I like it better than Twitter. Yeah, I like it much better than Twitter. At least these guys, at least the ones we read, are mostly getting some kind of fulfillment out of life. But sometimes just the way that. They casually talk. I'm just like, ugh. I'm going to read one from- Have a little bit of shame. I'm going to read one from Biker Eric. Oh, shit. That's me. I went there after dinner. Selena was my dessert. Mm. She smelled delicious. Jesus Christ. I was still hungry, so I removed her two-piece outfit and started sucking on her nice, juicy, big C-cup breasts. After five minutes of fun, again, an exaggeration, five fucking minutes of sucking titties? That's the most bored woman in human history. (laughs) After five minutes of fun, we went to have a shower. The shower was mainly for me. Oh, you don't say. She spent a lot of time washing my pole and my crack. (laughs) She finished the shower and gave me a body-to-body massage. She moved slowly and gently across my chest. I really liked the way she pressed her breasts against... He says beast, but I presume breasts. Her breasts (laughs) against my pole and the boys. Again with the boys. Always with the boys. I must admit, I must admitted that I paid too much attention on her breasts. Since she had short hair, her breasts were more exposed. It was much easier for me to squeeze them. She kissed my pole. And by the way, he, he uses ampersands with no rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason. She kissed my pole and gave me a nice bareback blowjob. I had to stop her since I was ready for the real fun. We raced each other back to the massage room. I asked her to lie down so I could eat her pussy. I also played with her clit for several minutes. She tasted great. I was hard, but I still wanted another bareback blowjob. Well, yeah, when you're hard, you do. Yeah. We switched to 69. Ugh, these dudes on their 69. She performed another great bareback blowjob. I didn't want any delays, so I asked for the rubber and entered her, entered her in missionary. We started uh, deep French kissing. My hands were on her breasts most of the time. To slow things down, I moved down to kiss her pussy again. I used all my energy, so I suggested cowgirl. These dudes make love like I do. For the next several minutes, I was just lying there and enjoying the view. She kept riding me until I released my last drop. Eating pussy before bed was good for me. All right. (laughs) Jeez. I didn't like the dessert I don't, ugh, that's just no? gross. It's, it seems like every place in, every place gives a table shower in Jacksonville. Good. Uh, yeah. Every good. place in general should give a table shower. This guy, oh, I bet a lot of these men are like coming off work. This guy who who's, goes, oh, their assholes have to be so gross. They're disgusting. Wash. Oh, Throw them in hold the on. wash. Hold on. This dude actually touches on some topics that we've talked about okay this is five string pimp <laughs> what's his avatar uh what is his avatar it is 
I can't, I don't know what that is. Oh, oh, oh. Um, it, it looks like an opening portal of some type. Okay. Yummy is the real deal. She played with me from the minute I walked in the door. She had a sexy little pink outfit on and I pulled her titties out first thing. She went and got the shower ready and we rolled that way. She was rinsing the cushion. What? Oh, okay. Literally the cushion that you said uh, that you laughed. <laughs> she you thought that was like a euphemism for no his idea. ass or something. She was rinsing the cushion and I decided that ass was too fantastic not to fuck with. So I grabbed my cock and laid it right between those ass cheeks. It was awesome. Well, maybe you should wait until she's ready. <laughs> now, what? Seek consent? Yeah. It, it, Eric, but then it wouldn't be awesome. Oh, okay. It was awesome. She backed up on it. Then we had a fairly normal cleaning with bareback blowjob and rimming. You know, one of those normal. <laughs> normal. <laughs> rinsed, Typical. Rinsed Another off and Tuesday. went back to the room. Here with the bareback blowjob and kept and all kept going. She turned off that stupid CD player and bust out her phone and a Bluetooth speaker. And we got down to something better, some fuck music. I don't know what it was, but it was a step in the right direction. <laughs> she got into 69, and usually because I know these pussies get pounded by everyone, I stay away from eating them too much. But I was in the mood, so I ate till my face looked like a glazed donut. Ugh. She then put a rubber on me, and off we went. We were She was ridding hard. And I wanted to take it easy. I don't like to be pounded so much. I like to grind. Yeah, we all do, man. Yeah, come on. So I told her to relax when I put her in the position I wanted, uh, put her in the position I wanted or the angle I, sh- I should and say slow. And she grinded on it. It drove me nuts. She definitely came hard, too. You can't fake the wetness and warmth. Yo, I've been watching Mindhunter. This is Mindhunter shit. Yeah. Where you yeah. go, you can't fake the wetness and warmth. You can tell when a woman's pussy totally comes. Yeah. That's the one serial killer that they interview. Yeah. You can't fake that sort of thing. Ugh. You can't. When you have a woman in your hands and you're fucking her, you can tell by the wetness and the warmth. It's for real. You <laughs> just put this guy in jail. You can't. You can't fake the wetness and warmth. Only a few times I've been sure a woman came at one of these, and this was one. Jilly was one of the others, too, and there was no faking that. Not that I care very much. My money, my nut. Anyway, <laughs> she wanted me to fuck She wanted me to fuck her. I mean, he, he's, he knows what he wants as a consumer. Anyway, she wanted me to fuck her, but I was just it was just too fucking hot in there by that point, and I couldn't get into it. I had her pull the condom off and go back down on me. It felt great. And I soon got full hard again and let that shit go. She took it in her mouth. She waited until I opened my eyes, let it all pour over, and then let it all pour out of her mouth onto my dick. It's pretty hot. I like her a lot. She's, she did a lot of silly things that made me laugh. And she knew how to get the job done. Yay, yummy. <sighs> the glazed donut. Comment, comment from Oriental Express. You a funny guy. Do you think Oriental Express is doing a bit? Oh, God. What if he talks like like a bad Asian stereotype? Oh, you don't love it? Hold on. Let me see. What, let me just say. You, you get so into this. I, I love it. You get so deep. What's their deal? Asian Express. Uh, he seems like a considerate review giver. He does not like when the space is cold. Oh, well, I think that's a fair... I do too, but some of these guys hate it when it's too warm. Make up your mind. 
You need what's well. Yeah, I mean it's tough because I think everybody has an ideal temperature. Yeah, like, for and me, what if you're what if you're a big dude? For me, it's like seventy, like seventy even. Yeah, and I like it much warmer. Yeah, and you're a lizard, man. You like it like eighty. Yeah, I do. You're like a. <laughs> I remember one time you stayed in my apartment in Brooklyn, and when I came home, it was like 85 degrees, and all the windows were shut, like, tight. And I was That's like, how I live. It's like, it's, it smelled, my apartment smelled like lizards. Like D- a fucking gecko, man. Uh, this Marvin the Martian uh, avatar is named uh, Dining at the Y-Land. <laughs> is, that, is that a euphemism for eating pussy? Yes. I've never heard that before. Dining at the Y. Did you? Did you? Were you not in high school in the nineties? No, I wasn't. Mm, there you go. I was in high school in the thousands. The OOs. The yeah, aughts. They they they, uh, they had sensitivity readers come in and purge that sort of language between them. Yeah, Yo, they these, said I was getting a blowjob. The photo, yeah, Roscoe. The photos of massage spots in Jacksonville get no more depressing. <laughs> They're no terribly doubt. depressing. No doubt. Have you been to Jacksonville, Florida? Uh, oh yeah, many times. What's what's your impression of the place? Uh, it's a place where like couples wear ma- matching sweatsuits to the mall. Okay, that's about it. That's a, that's that's your only impression. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Would you live there? Not for any amount of money. No. Okay. Uh, you like Florida, but you're more of like a Miami man. You're a Key West man. Oh, there's some beef. Uh oh, some anger. Uh, well, where is this? So, so in the comment section, people are saying, oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to read the comments. This won't be long. Mama Sen, let me try the new girl, Bella. I gave the donation up front. Bella was very attractive, super sexy. She was not shy. She got naked right in front of, right away and kissed me on the lips. I spent at least five minutes kissing her twins and sucking on her nips. Kissing her twins. <laughs> she then asked if I wanted standing shower or table shower. I chose table shower. Bella was new, but she didn't. Is this, is, correct me, is this just you're laying on a table and they just hose you down? Yeah, it's very uncomfortable because no part of your body is warm at the same time. I would rather just take a standing shower. Same. Uh, she Okay. Bella was new, but she did an excellent job of cleaning and rimming me on the shower table. She used her breast to massage my junior. <laughs> she, made, she made me hard and gave me a quick bareback blowjob. We went back into the room. I ate her fresh pussy, and then she gave me a nice bareback blowjob. I covered up and entered her slowly. She began to moan. I pondered her deeper and faster when she was super wet. Pondered? I pondered her deeper and faster. Okay, he means pounded. Oh, he might, yeah. Yeah, okay. Pondered her. I pondered her. I thought maybe the, he was using some uh, use of it I'm not familiar with. Like he was exploring her. Yeah, which is weird. I pondered her deeper and faster than when she was super wet. We kissed a bit, then switched to cowgirl. She rode me hard. I finally lost control and shot my load. She told me to stay in bed. Said I still had time. She gave me a... Body to body massage. She kept looking at my junior and wanted to see. <laughs> Why how- does he call it I have that? No idea. Makes it sound small. She kept looking at my junior and wanted to see how I response to her twins. It only took a few minutes. My junior was up again. She kissed my junior and gave me another round God. of bareback blowjob. I shot one in her mouth. It was super fun. And then 
I know everything commenter. That's his name. Another crappy owner of, of, of you, uh, another crappy owner of you blowing up Han river in Tampa and disregarding blue ocean so they can come see you at massage connection. You're so transparent. Wait, what? There's some beef. Like it seems that the people at massage connection are like, it seems that this commenter might, might be working against Han river and, and blue ocean. And this, so this is, this is a corporate uh, espionage. Right. So, and then the other comment says a guy named eat out with an Elmo avatar (laughs) says anytime a monger can eat out nicely trimmed pussy and then drop a load of cum into a waiting mouth is a good day in my book. Let's check you out, Eat Out. Eat Out Elmo. Elmo Eat Out. We're going to check what Eat Out is about. Give me one sec. We should pivot to messages and then close it out. Well, I mean, like, when we're ready to close it out. Okay, this will be the last one. I don't. Maybe not. The Eat Out seems like he's got some good content. I start with Mimi. I start with Mimi, and it's as good as it gets for a rental wife. Nice body. <sighs> Nice body, shaved pussy under 35, and could could suck a tennis ball through a straw. <laughs> the bareback blowjob come in mouth was as good as it gets. She can deep throat it and clay, and he says clays, but plays with the asshole and balls like there is no tomorrow. I had over a week's worth of cum built up, <laughs> and I popped a nice load in her mouth. I have no idea what she did with it, but it was gone when she came up for air. A monger does not go to these places to get a massage, but it was one of the very best massages I've ever gotten. Again, this girl can suck a tennis ball through a straw. Again. So, wow, he's really embraced the monger uh, yeah, the, moniker. The, yes, he's not against it. He's, 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 he's a proud, he's an out and proud monger. Wow. Okay. Wow, this dude is uh, pretty fucking deranged. Oh my God. OMG, really. I've been to this spot for... I have been at this spot for a very long time, and Lisa is one of the best. No rush, had a very nice table shower, did some deep French kissing, and then I ate at the Y, and if Lisa did not have two orgasms, then she should get an Oscar. She licked and sucked my nipples, sucked and kissed my asshole. She lay me on the table and did me cowgirl bareback. I Wow, these girls in Jacksonville are high risk, man. I stopped her and told her I would give her an extra 40 for a bareback blowjob come in mouth, and the game was on. She went all the way down on Mr. Henry and never Mr. gagged. Mr. Henry! <laughs> never gagged. When I blew my load, she sucked me for a few strokes before she let the cum slide out of her mouth and down my deflating pole. Again, just one of the very... Again, just one of the very best times. Yes, this was my second visit with her, but it won't be the last. Her face is a seven, body's a ten, and the service is a ten plus. Well, good review. What do you think of uh, of Elmo? This uh, eat out. You know. Do you think he's well adjusted? At a certain point, a lot of these guys just kind of blend together. I'm just, I just picture the same kind of creep over and over. God, you're rough, man. There's two, there's two people that I picture. There's one who's like a a skinny, kind of, kind of like snivelly, like he's got sort of like salt and pepper hair. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got like more of like a beak than a face, really. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm just describing you. And then there's like, then the other guy is like overweight, 
50. Has to lift the gut to get the blowjob. Yeah, it has to. Oh, my God. He's He's got a wrench in his back pocket. He's wearing a work shirt that says Dave on it, but mm-hmm. his, real, his name's not Dave. He's wearing a hard hat. Hold on. I just got to keep reading this eat out guy, man. He's he's this guy's a menace. Had a great hour with Mimi. I asked her if she would be my wife for the next hour. She has a full bush, but it was very clean. And I ate her out until she had a great orgasm. I then fucked her mouth until I dropped a nice load in her wet, warm mouth. If you're near Wilmington, you need to see Mimi. <laughs> I can't believe people write this stuff on the Internet. <laughs> I can't believe that this is real. Bring back anonymity. This dude's cool. Oh, oh, oh my God! Hold on. This is a place called Peddler's Village. Wait. Oh, this is crazy. This guy actually goes from between Jacksonville and Delaware. God, that's rough. Yeah, that's a rough life. Those are two places I don't want to be ever. Pretty much. Eh. No, it's Vermont's fine. all right. No, it's fine. Vermont? Did you say Vermont? Isn't it what you said? No, you said Delaware. Delaware. Delaware's. You don't want to hang in Delaware. What is even in Delaware? tax shelters i think like what i've never i don't think i've ever i don't think i've thought about the state of delaware ever really in my life god i'm just gonna keep reading this for i know hold on. i think it was the first state is that right um delaware yeah i think that's right it's the only thing i know about <laughs> there's a guy named curved cock <laughs> <laughs> uh these guys do have senses of humor i'll give them that yeah the best senses of humor <laughs> These dudes are fucking great. What's Curved Cock's uh, avatar? Uh, hold on. I need to. I need I, to know I'm, the avatar. I'm hung up. I'm hung up on on Eat Out. Yeah. Oh my god! Is all I can say. Again, he, this is the second time he he led with that. Whoa! Wait a second. Nicole is as good as it gets. I have been at this sport for over fifty years, Holy and I am shit. in love with Nicole. Wait at the sport does he mean like fucking or does he mean going to rub and tugs? going to rub and tugs. for over 50 years yes that can't that be. means this is a 70 year old man and listen to what i'm about it's picture a 70 year old man before we go any deeper okay papa picture papa oh i don't like this oh my god is all i can say if you're in the greater area you need to go see nicole with that said i had one of the very best hours in my life if it in all of my years, from one end of the country to the other, Nicole That's, is. Can we just talk about how depressing that is? This is more special than the birth of his children. <laughs> Nicole is not a spinner, but she is petite, and her shaved pussy is as taste good as it gets. I eat her out to one great orgasm, and then finger fucked her to a second, sucked on her nipples, and wanted to suck on her pussy until she till her head caved in. She then sucked me off and took a load into her sweet mouth. Again, she is one of my favorites, and I cannot wait to save up enough money to see her again. It's been a few years since I've been to the spa. I just got hard from doing this review. Jeez. Uh, and then Deep Space 69 is in the comments saying, I saw her last Thursday, and she's amazing. We ended in doggy with a thumb in her ass. <laughs> wait a second. 70-year-old man. Who's been going to these places since the, since the 1970s. I asked her if Greek was on the menu, and she said yes for an extra fee, of course, but I was so close to finishing, it wasn't worth it. Going wait, back wait, to, wait. What does that mean? Greek is anal. Ah. I never heard that. You're not in the monger lifestyle. I'm, I'm, clearly, <laughs> I'm clearly a false monger. Yeah, you, you are a false monger, dude. I'm fronting. I, th- I honestly think that Eat Out is my favorite dude that we've ever covered. 
Really? Yeah. I the way that he likes to drop sweet loads, I think is like pretty cool. Every review beginning with "Oh my god." Uh, I've seen Coco. Uh, last one. This is this. Uh, we'll end on this. I had seen Coco a couple of weeks ago with the picture on Backpage and the two girls working. Coco was young and not very into it. I called and asked for Anna, and she was very happy to greet me. She is 33, Chinese. Her English is as poor as it gets, but we got over that hump. I had one great time with her. Fingertip massage and a lot of roaming on both sides. Anna is not petite. This is the second girl he said is not petite. This guy is not very delicate. Anna is not petite, but is on the small side and very toned. When I went down on her at first, she was not happy at all, but she did get into it. Anna has a mad- Anna had a massive orgasm and came all over my face. When it was this 70-year-old man believes that this woman just came all over his face. Yeah. These are the lies we tell ourselves, man. I I can't Im- wait. Also, can we talk about how this 70-year-old man has an Elmo avatar and his name is Eat Out? (laughs) Listen, Anna had a massive orgasm and came all over my face. When it was my turn, I tried to talk her into a bareback blowjob cum and mouth. This dude loves this. But it was just not on the menu. She gave me some nice head and then doggy style. She did need to lube it up as she is very tight but because I'm not all that big. She sucked on my nipples and I sucked on hers while I fingered her and she had a second orgasm, not as big as the first, but she was very wet. When I went to leave, Coco came out to say hi and her English is a whole lot better. This is places as good as it gets. Do you like having your nipples sucked? It's it's a matter of contention. Oh, I see. I don't, yeah, I don't really like it. It's weird. It means it's, it's not a, I don't know, I don't like it. Well, we'll end on that, Eric. Uh, Everybody, th- thank you. We do want to do messages. No, no. We'll do messages next time. All right, fine. Uh, oh well, pa- let's kick it over to Patreon. We're gonna kick it over to Patreon. We'll do some messages on Patreon. If you don't know the Patreon, I'm gonna pee while Eric gives you that information. Man, you always gotta pee. Every podcast you do, every at the end of every podcast, Pat does. He goes, "How do people not pee for that long?" Uh, all right, everybody, we're gonna kick it over to Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Worst Possible Timeline. Go there. Throw us some dough. You get uh, an extra. We, we do a little overtime each week. Uh, we kick it over there at the end of the show. Get in there. You get a little extra content. We got plenty of bonus episodes for everybody to enjoy. Check it out. Uh, you want to hit the Twitter at WP Timeline on Twitter. Get at us there. You can slide in our DMs. You can send us stuff that you think we should talk about. You can insult us. You can do whatever you'd like to do. Uh what else we got? Oh, the phone. Leave us messages, and we'll play you on the show. Not every episode, but we'll we'll get to you. We'll we'll get there eventually. Two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. Call the number. Leave us a message. We will uh, play you on the show. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's always a good time. Uh, what else? Twitch TV slash WP Timeline. Uh, we're going to do some of that eventually whenever Pat can tear himself away from his crypto. Uh, we'll do some more live streams at some point. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about this episode? Tell me. The stimulus bill. Oh, okay. Actually we, we, happened. We got to talk about that on the, we'll talk about that on the Patreon. We'll talk about that on Overdrive. We're going to talk about the stimulus bill on Overdrive because we have plans for this money. As, so find us there. We'll catch you next time. Peace. 
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.